I, I, I figured mm-hmm. out when I found my passion, there was a drive mm-hmm. that it with, you know, and I found out a lot of young people my age, I was still trying to figure out and identify uh, what that is, you know, and um, I knew the steps that I had to take for me to get to the what, you know, because when you know the what that you want to do, the how shows up. Mm. The- Hello and welcome to Dream Mentorship Podcast. Dream Mentorship is an international online community. Our podcast is for women who want more out of life, who are ready to make a positive difference, and who dare to dream. Listen for motivating conversations with industry bosses, moms, students, and women in general who are thriving in life and business. We are here to help you live your dream because your dream is valid. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. I am so excited to be um, here again today with you all. Of course, you know, this is the Dream Mentorship Podcast. And today we have an exciting person joining us today. Okay, y'all, I am so excited about today's podcast for so many reasons. First, uh, our guest is Nigerian. And secondly, I love peanuts. Okay, so (laughs) we're going to get right into the conversation as I'm getting hungry just thinking about peanuts. But first, first, we're going to do a fun fact about peanuts, which you probably don't know if you are not Nigerian. Uh, So peanut is probably popularly known as Ipma in some language in Nigeria. I grew up in Lagos, uh, so that's something that I know. And usually we kind of take it together or eat it together with what we call Gary, which is a long way to explain what that is. So if you want a visual of what this delicacy is, of course you can Google it. Or when you visit Nigeria next, you can ask for Gary and granite um, from your Nigerian friends. All right, so enough talk about peanuts. Let's get to meet our guest today. Nina Otuka is a multi-hyphenate entrepreneur. She's an international motivational speaker, and she's also a humanitarian who leads Ori Peanuts Company. Uh, she has a bachelor's in business administration, an MBA with a focus on entrepreneurship, and has over 15 years of direct sales and business experience. She works with individuals, small businesses, corporate sectors, government, and nonprofits. Uh, why she also speaks on various platforms to small and large audience on various topics in the US and international. You know you're getting so excited about her and you want to know more. So why don't you just turn up the volume wherever you are listening to this podcast as we dive right into the conversation. Welcome to the podcast, Nina. Hi, Mujen. Nice (laughs) to meet you. (laughs) Yes. I said I'm happy to be here today with you guys. Awesome. We are too. So we're going to jump right into it and just start from, you know, where, um, where it is, what you do. Can you tell us um, how, you know, your journey as an MBA and over having over 15 years of direct sales led to you, um, you know, starting your company? Uh, well, I really want to say I thank you for uh, the invitation to be here on this call. Uh, you know, I believe that every single day is an opportunity to uh, make an impact and to add uh, building blocks to your future. And today is no exception. So I'm happy to be here um, with you on this call. 
I have been, uh, as a Nigerian American, I have been in the United States for over 20 years. And when I moved to the United States um, to further my education, I left Ni the shores of Nigeria with the intention to be a medical doctor. <laughs> wow. And uh, it, 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 I later realized that that was my mom's vision for me. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're growing up, they always ask you what do you <laughs> Uh, but you know in the actuality your parents are actually telling you somehow what they want you to be you know right uh, when i was 19 i asked myself what do you want to be and my first answer was not medical doctor because first of all i didn't like the smell of hospital i didn't like syringes i'm still a friend of afraid of needles mm -hmm. <laughs> today um i tried my hands in the medical field and couldn't stand the smell of cadaver, you know, dead mm. body. So yeah. I knew it wasn't cut out for that. Uh, so to go from that to where I am today came as a result of me asking myself, Nina, what do you want to be now that you're grown? Right. Uh, at that time, it was all, you know how you think that you just have that one ticket mm -hmm. that is going to go to the next level in life. You know, I was working for a Fortune 500 company at that time uh, as an account executive, and I wanted to go into their marketing department. And I think it was during the computer age, uh, 2000, 2001, Y2K uh, period. I decided I loved um, business at the time. I went into study computer information systems. When I found my love for business, I switched to business information system uh, and graduated with that. Uh, at some point when I finished my undergrad, I was shocked that there was a lot of competition, you know? So mm. at the end of the day, you're asking yourself, how can I separate myself? Um, but from then to now, you know, looking back, I'm truly excited that I chose the path where I am yeah. right now. You know, um, I still am looking forward to continuing to, to grow. That's amazing. I, I want to uh, backtrack a little bit. Um, being Nigerian, I totally can relate. Uh, it's funny because I had made a video about that um, a few weeks back about, you know, just pursuing what you want to be in life and not necessarily what your parents um, They, Of course, are well-meaning, um, but sometimes their dreams are not your dream um, and you don't want to keep going to that. How did your parents feel when you say, you know what, I don't want to be a doctor. I want to be a businesswoman. Uh, what was your reaction? You know, my, my mom um, is, I'm, I'm blessed to have a mom who is very diplomatic, you know, mm -hmm. uh, she trained in the United States. So that kind of made my experience a little bit different, even though she was trying to um, channel me into becoming a medical doctor, you know, she mm -hmm. knew to ask questions rather than impose. Right. Um, I remember uh, uh, her reaching out several times and asked me, are you sure, you know, how... <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to go back? Uh, you know, go back. I know you've graduated with your uh, degree in business information systems. Are you sure you don't want to go back? You know, to study medicine. You know, she truly, mm. truly, truly tried to encourage me. But in two thousand and um, I think it was two thousand that I decided to uh, join uh, a direct sales business. At the time, I was growing with the business, and I was in the business for about, uh, I think by my 50 in the business, I grew to where I was making over $100,000 at the age wow. of 20. Actually, that was when her testimony changed. You know, I became a sales wow. director with the company. Yeah. 
And, you know, doctor starts with D, director starts with D, you know. Right. <laughs> I like that. I, I used to remember her saying, uh, you know, Mary Kay Cosmetics is the company um, I was with at the time. I used to mm -hmm. remember her telling her friends, my daughter is the director of Mary Kay. I used to call her <laughs> the director of Mary Kay. One of the directors, you know, and right. saw that, you know, money was coming in. I was taking very good care of her, but her car, but her house. You know, um, she was living the dream. So I mean, wow. hey, my daughter is happy and I'm happy. Right. And she's doing something that starts with a D. I'm all right. for it. <laughs> yes. I love that. I love Mary Kay, by the way. Um, oh. yeah. So I know that. I know that story. Um, um, we're gonna talk about your peanuts, um, because mm -hmm. that's like where you are, that's like a big part of what you do. Um, mm -hmm. tell us why, because I've read a story on Instagram how you chose the name Ori Peanuts, but mm -hmm. I want our audience to hear that because I feel that's a phenomenal story and such a great tribute. Um so can you can you share that? with us how you came about the name and what Ori Peanuts is. Sure. Um, and, you know, amazing that I even mentioned my Mary Kay ex experience and your your daily activities or the things that you do every day prepare you for your future. I'm, I'm a firm believer in that, you know, so mm -hmm. every day is an opportunity to make a decision that impacts your future. Little did I know that my experience with Mary Kay was going to transcend into the business that I'm doing right now. Um, my years of experience in Mary Kay mm. taught me the power of consumable product, you know, being able to uh, establish a brand that um, will stand the test of time. Um, you know, during the during the depression, alcohol, cosmetics, food, they stay afloat, you know. Uh, so those mm. are those are the areas of businesses that I wanted to uh, establish. And I kept thinking what it was going to be. I love peanuts. I'm always eating peanuts, you know, like mm. you said. Growing up in Nigeria, yeah. uh, it was an everyday snack. You know, you could eat it with right. banana, you could drink it with berry, you could eat it by itself. You know, it was very staple and readily available. Usually when people would come visiting uh, from Nigeria, I would have them bring me some peanuts. And that's just because mm -hmm. for some reason, the peanuts on the shelf when I moved to the United States tasted nothing like the peanuts that I grew up accustomed to. You know, right. uh, later that I found out uh, that the technique that we use in making peanuts in, in the United States is a big different. And a lot of times manufacturers put uh, preservatives that kill the taste of the peanut and add all these other uh, junks mm. that are not healthy for you and changes the taste of the peanut, even in the blanching. Um, mm. So with me having pe people bring me peanuts from um, Africa or from Nigeria when they're coming, I... As a businesswoman thought, oh my God, if nobody was ever, ever coming from Africa or from Nigeria to the United States, I'm not going to be able to, you know, <laughs> satisfy <laughs> my taste peanuts. And then I started thinking, how can I make this happen for myself? And reached out to my mom, whose name is Ori, and mm -hmm. um, she taught me how to make this peanut. She gave me the ideas of how to make it and make it taste good. Uh, sadly, when I started making it, I didn't see that as a business. I only saw it as, whoo, I've finally conquered and I can make peanuts for me and my husband, you know, mm. um, because when people brought us peanuts from Nigeria, I would take mine and hide it away because I eat it <laughs> but he could eat the whole bottle, you know, mm -hmm. so at least with me making it for the family, <laughs> I didn't have to hide my peanuts, you know, Right. <laughs> but sadly, when my mom passed away in 2015, 
I uh, decided I wanted to uh, put a stamp to her name and memorialize mm -hmm. her. I having uh, the experience, and at the time I used to travel around uh, the continent uh, and also the United States to provide business trainings and coaching. Uh, I was doing a lot of uh, motivational speaking and I uh, would go to Nigeria, provide training for uh, young entrepreneurs. I worked with some, um, uh, some states uh, in my country, Nigeria, and then come back here and do projects here. So my point is I wasn't even focused on establishing a business. Um, mm. Um, but when she passed away, uh, with me thinking, what can I do to uh, memorialize her? I decided to establish Ori Peanuts as a brand uh, in 2016. And it's amazing what happened. It actually wow. overwhelmed every other business <laughs> that I've mm -hmm. been doing. And uh, it, it just humbles me to think that uh, the teachings or the um, ideas that my mom shared with me has now become a business and i'm happy that her name has stayed alive wow that is such a great legacy um and to i mean i want to share this story with you uh so i don't know if you even know know her personally i can't i can't remember but a friend of i, I don't know if she's your friend um that was my first experience with ori peanuts i think i had just gotten married then and um she knows i love peanuts um i don't know if you know her angela and she said uh mac jane there's this person that has peanuts in atlanta you need to go get it <laughs> so yeah. she literally bought me a bottle uh, of your peanut and sent it over to me and um and that was my first taste of your peanuts and that was how i found you on instagram instead of following you I didn't um, know that. <laughs> <laughs> right so i wanted to share that story to say that it is really good what you do like you know it brings the taste um the nigerian peanut taste like what you're saying what we we want um, uh, to talk about how you, you know, like you're saying with your mom, leaving that great legacy for you to a great product. So it's not just, okay, I want to do something to memorialize my mom, um, but it's something that has quality. And of course you are also linking it to um, your project uh, with, to empowering girls in West Africa. And mm -hmm. some of the proceeds of that go to a greater good. Can you talk about that? Uh, what inspired you to, to launch the Young African Girls Organization nonprofit. Sure, I will be delighted. Um, in 2013, 14, 15, I traveled a lot to, um, like I said, to the continent of Africa, Nigeria precisely, and Ghana to provide uh, business coaching and training. And um, in doing that, I got to interact because I had left the you know, I had left the shores of Nigeria when I was in my teenage age. Mm -hmm. uh, having gone back um, after over 10 years, um, I saw the need that a lot of young girls had. Um, I saw that uh, a lot of, frankly, one of the girls that came to clean my hotel room mm -hmm. had very serious body odor. Mm -hmm. You know, that's really how it started. Uh, at first, I was mad, and then the the Lord uh, worked on me and said, "Is it is it possible that she doesn't even know?" Right. And, you know, he. he Agreeing with the Lord, I'm like, how could she not know mm. <laughs> that she has body odor? You know, and somehow I found myself going to talk to her. I gave her money uh, to buy deodorant, and another lady came to clean my room the next day, and it was the same problem. Mm. Uh, and I guess my nose got open. <laughs> if I could, put it that way. and what I imagined, I said, okay, well, I could give this lady's money, mm. and they could. I mean, you have to eat first before you apply deodorant. 
right? right? So they, they could use the money to buy food, but they're still not practicing good hygiene. Mm. You know, what else can I do to help? And frankly, that's how it started. I picked up phone, made some phone calls. You know, how can we send uh, deodorants to girls here? You know, starting with the rural areas. Uh, we put money together, sent um, uh, deodorants, sent uh, sanitary pads. Mm. And, you know, when you, when you found a new compassion, your eyes start to open. I started seeing the needs of young girls uh, in, in the Western world and so that some of them uh, were not even in school during the times of their period because they couldn't afford sanitary pads. Mm. Um, and so we started working with uh, organizations in Nigeria since we were not physically there. We would um, send uh, deodorants and sanitary pads and then provide uh, training uh, through the Nigerian NYSC mm-hmm. uh, corporates, the corporates in Nigeria, uh, we would liaise with them to be able to give these items out to secondary schools. So we've worked with over uh, five secondary schools, and we adopted one school uh, that we send out uh, deodorants and sanitary pads uh, to. Uh, and uh, we're, we're we're humbled, and we're being um, we're, we're being careful to make sure that we. Uh, attend to the needs of those girls as, as to the best of our ability. Wow, that is that is like that is such an inspiring story um, to see a need and to go for it and not make excuses because you know that's something <laughs> that we probably do even here in America. Uh, you all, it's it's easy to blame government first of all and say, hey, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. someone should have done this. Why doing that? But you took a step to solving in your own way um, a problem that you saw. So I really want to applaud you for that. Um, what would be your number one thing that you would say that helped you gain su- the success that you have today? Um, I would say tenacity, mm. uh, tenacity and um, having a teachable spirit. You know, I believe in the power of humility because when you're humble, you learn, mm. you know, what happens a lot of times is uh, people act like they know it all. When you know it all, it makes it hard for people to teach you or for you to receive what somebody else knows. Right. Um, so yeah, tenacity, I would say, and uh, the hunger and the desire uh, to know more and to grow. I remember when I was working for Corporate America, uh, when I graduated and thought I had that ticket that was going to you know, set my life mm. up. You know, I didn't like the sound of my alarm still waking up every morning. <laughs> I was working with people that, oh my God, you know, I, I didn't want to work with, mm. you know, at the time. I literally remember having to pray for peace when I was going <laughs> to work. I didn't like that feeling. Uh, and I think what capped it at the time was one of my coworkers um, had, so here I am, a graduate, right? I think I might have been about uh, 20 or 21 or 22 at the time. And this lady, was definitely in her fifties and she was retiring doing the job that I was doing at 2022, mm. at the, between 20 and 22 years. And she was being given a cake and, uh, um, you know, those, um, certificates, you know, that, that you could, you know, frame. Or yeah. whatever, right. <laughs> while everybody was happy celebrating, you know, I was dumbfounded. I was like, Oh my God, she's retiring. She's doing, what I am doing now. Mm. She's worked with the company for 25 years. And I added 25 years to my age. And if I didn't make any changes, I might be exactly where she 
is mm -hmm. at the time. And then here, here was another coworker who had been with uh, Sprint for over um, 18 years. And then here she was doing the exact same job that I was doing. And she had been with the company for 15 years. Mm. So that's 32 years of her life. So my critical self, while everybody was celebrating, I'm just thinking, oh my God, I don't want to be mm. this. I celebrate them as friends, but uh, there had to be more to life. And actually that's when I started doing the research. I read a couple of books. I read uh, Rich Daddy, Poor Daddy. Uh, I also read, started looking up successful people. I read the story of Oprah. I read the story of Bill Gates. Uh, I read a couple of stories and I realized that one common denominator was that a lot of those successful people, not that you can be successful working with someone, but I think there's a cap and there's a limit, mm. right? One of those, um, uh, all of those successful people had a business of their own. Right. That's when I started thinking, okay, well, <laughs> I need to establish a business of my own. Uh, and it's been how many years? I quit my corporate America job, uh, July. Oh, actually today wow. is my, <laughs> is my corporate America job. Oh my God. Wow. Yes, I didn't even know uh, July 31st, 2003 was my last day at uh, Verizon Wireless. Wow. And I never look back. I'm truly so happy that I made the decision. One of my coworkers then, I think she quit about two years ago and she reached out to me. She said, Nina, I followed your trend. Uh, I'm happy that you are uh, at the level of success that you experienced. I wish I left at the time, mm -hmm. but I'm happy to be Wow. You know. Wow. You just kind of emphasize a lot of things that we talk about during mentorship. One is, uh, you know, thinking about multiple streams of income, um, starting your own business. Um, and then the odd, and we always say it's not that there's anything wrong with working for someone, but you also have to think about the future, uh, where you want to be 20, 25 years from where you are. And I always tell people, you know, start your dream right where you are. So in 10 years, you don't have regrets. You don't say, I wish I had started um, 20 years before. Uh, so I love that you, you talked about that. Um, thank you so much. Um, I want to also talk about your book, uh, your audio CD, uh, Seven Steps to Unlock and Leverage Your Passion, which is available on your website, uh, ninaijeri.com. So if anyone is interested in getting the book, you can get that on her website. But I want Nina to talk about that book. Uh, what, what would people get from this book? Um, the Seven Steps to Unlock and Leverage Your Passion uh, talks about um, how, because I, I, I figured out when I found my passion, there was a drive mm. that it with, you know, and I found out a lot of young people, my age, I uh, was still trying to figure out and identify, uh, what that is, you know, and, um, I knew the steps that I had to take for me to get to the what, you know, cause when you know the what that you want to do, the how shows up mm. the how aligns a lot of times when people don't know the what that's where the confusion sets in you know uh so in um um listening to the uh audio cd seven steps to unlock and leverage your passion it walks you through the steps of identifying your what mm. what is it that i'm good at what is it that i want to do the wonderful thing about that is it it, it helps you to build, uh, let me call it a step, a stepping stone. And the reason why I said that is where I am right now, I looked back 
10 years ago. I didn't think, I knew I would be successful, uh, but I didn't think I would be doing what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. But everything else has built up up until today. And I love it. Mm-hmm. I love all the experiences. So when you lay the right foundation, and don't allow your ego, because sometimes what happens is that people let their ego get in the way, mm-hmm. you know, um, you can build upon that passion that you have and expand on it. I started off at that time um, based on my experience with uh, uh, being a leader uh, in the direct sales company that I was in. I was churning out leaders <laughs> uh, within the organization. And I started doing business coaching and business trainings mm-hmm. outside of direct sales. So that's how that dream was birthed. So I found out or I discovered that I had that gift of um, inspiring. I had that gift of being an encourager. Yeah. I had that gift uh, in pattern. Uh, and I was building on that. Uh, in doing business coaching, uh, I established the Nina International, which the name now is NIO, uh, my initials, NIO International LLC. Mm-hmm. And from then on to now establishing a, a product-based business that is also expanding uh, is just amazing. Uh, but yeah, with the CD, it's going to help you to discover your what. Mm. When you find out your what, solidify your why. Mm. Why? am I doing this? Yes. Then the how shows up. Yes. The what, then the why drives you, and then the how shows up. Because now with the how, you're now pursuing the things that you need to do, the things that you need to do uh, and compass your how. Mm. Uh, but the what has been solidified. So that's what the seven steps to unlock and leverage your passion does for you. That's powerful. I love it. All right. So we have a final question for you. Um, and I want you to also tell the audience where they can buy the peanuts and get in touch with you for, you know, business or anything related to what you do. Um, but I want you to give a, a word of encouragement to all the entrepreneurs who are feeling overwhelmed or who are just thinking of stepping out and starting something. What would you, what would be your advice to them? Uh, well, first of all, congratulations that you're even thinking about it. You know, not a lot of people are where you are right now thinking about starting. Or if you're an existing business person that is growing, congratulations as well. It takes a lot to start. Um, I would encourage you to be tenacious. You know, make sure that you reach up and reach higher to someone who or people who can uh, who you who you would want to trade places with, mm. and what do I mean by that? You want to make sure that you're asking uh, questions, that you're seeking information that would help you to uh, grow your business, finding ways uh, to expand your business, and to make sure that you have a product uh, that is solid. You know, one of the reasons I went into manufacturing is because I found out that Black women were underrepresented. Uh, within the manufacturing world, as of 2016, only 29% of women were in manufacturing. Mm. And out of that 29%, 60% were white, 18.7% were Hispanic, and only about 11% were Black people. Mm. So I'm usually the one to say, oh, I'm just going to put my head in and find out a way to be great and be a representation. Um, that was also a drive. Uh, so Ori Peanuts is 
are available online and in stores. We are in over a hundred stores. Actually, sometimes I can't even believe that. Mm, wow. Uh, we have uh, our website is Ori Peanuts O R I E Peanuts with an S uh, dot com, and you can connect with us on social media at Ori O R I E Peanuts uh, with an S. Uh, but just keep doing what you do. Uh, learn, soak up a sponge, uh, but don't allow perfection to collapse you. Mm. You know, uh, many times uh, in the process of my journey. Uh, one of the major lessons I would say I've learned is progress over perfection. Mm. Uh, uh, perfection can cause you to be paralyzed, believe me. Uh, but in establishing a brand or a peanuts, I remember saying to myself, you know what, I'm going to work with what I have, with where I am, but I see that this is a multi-million dollar business mm. and going towards that awesome well you all heard it i am this was really really good thank you so much nina for joining us on the podcast today uh, we are so glad that we have you um so thank you everyone for listening until next time thank you um to our podcast management intern Edie, for putting this together um see you all at the next part Thank you for tuning into Dream Mentorship Podcast with our host, Mac Jane Creighton. If you like our show and would like to learn more, you may check us out at dreammentorship.org. This podcast was edited and produced by Edie Frederick. Remember to join us next week for more female empowerment.